that is 60 meters by 30 meters. But the Pediasi one is 80 meters by 35. Yes. So it's so big that we've cut off part of it for the offices and so on. And we are still building. We are making the roads. We are... <laughs> so... Um, I'm even sure that what I'm doing in my, in my churches this Sunday, you can also do it later, maybe next month or in a few weeks. All of us in our churches can also have a cathedral Sunday and give out envelopes to our members, those your church members, you know, uh, to, to, to give. Is it possible? Yeah. So I'll, I'll discuss it with, with the bishop. But it is happening at, um, in my um, 68 churches this Sunday. All of them. And we are believing God to raise nothing less than 200,000. Yeah. Because we have, we have things to buy, things to pay for, and so on. So, um, I want to give you your greatest help. Unfortunately, I don't have money to give you. And many of you are rich men and women, so you don't even need money. But your help, the help you need, is the oil. Look, listen, please. Please, listen. Please. Certain words have been so abused and misused in the ministry that they almost sound cliché. They almost sound, help me, you went to a good school. Uh, we went to the same school. <laughs> um, what school did you go to? Oh, you went to my school. Oh, then there's not much hope. What school did you go to? Swear school. And you are a bishop. What? <laughs> I must tell bishop to... <laughs> Bishops are Achimota, Fantipim, Augustans. Sorry. There's hope for Swesconians. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. There's hope for everyone. Even if you went to Kekam Tech, there's still. <laughs> you can be a bishop. Amen. But you see, when I mention oil, eh, it's almost like this type of conventions. And we have so used that word and the word anointing that it has lost its meaning. But this evening, for the next 20-30 minutes before I run away with my wife, I want to talk about oil. Without it, 
you can do nothing. Because ministry is not supposed to be done by people like you and me. My type cannot do the ministry. If you see someone like me doing the ministry, then I am using something that is bigger than my personality. So anyone who is limited to his personality, his background, his upbringing, his academic credentials, or the lack thereof, cannot do much. You can't. Because the truth is that ministry cannot be done by a woman like you. You can't. That's why it's so easy to find failures in the ministry. Because we, we, we are doing the ministry with what we have. And the Bible says in Psalm 39 and verse 5, that man, he said not man, every man at his best sits. Is altogether vanity that is useless. Every man, every man at his best state. So God knows that you cannot. Can you please respectfully tell your neighbor that you, you cannot? Tell the person, I can explain why you are struggling. Please tell him. Ministry is not supposed to be done by somebody like you. Ministry work. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not you. None of us. So anybody who is doing something substantial in the ministry is carrying something. You cannot use your ten fingers to do ministry. It's too complex for the likes of us to do it. So God has instituted help. I want to try not to once again bore you with a mystical presentation of what the anointing is. But I've told you already, I've already demystified that. When we say that somebody is anointed eh, or somebody is carrying oil, the oil you are going to carry from here. I said the oil you are going to carry from here. It is not in how you dress. It's not in how you walk. It's not in how you speak. It is in proofs. So in other words, you can read title, whatever title you've written to. How to have proofs. Proofs. Works. What wisdom is this? And within the same breath, look at it, look at it. Mark, uh, well, look at it. He says, says, Behold, thou hast made by days as an hundred, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man. Ask anybody, are you part of every man? Or you are different? Hello? Oh, you are a phantom man, so you are not, it's a gas. Every man. At his best state. It's useless. The word vanity is just a nice word for useless. <laughs> you know, just to let you feel that you some words. It's useless. Look, let, let me, we are useless though. The educated man in the ministry. 
in the ministry. We can. The, 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 the failure rate in Kumasi, in Asante region, in Central region, in the UK, in Apostolic Church, in Presby, the failure rate in ministry worldwide can be explained. It's not a mystery. Men and women called by God set off to obey the call of God with their natural credentials. That is why Jesus Christ sent the disciples. He said, go ye into all the world. And when they got up to go, he said, sit down. Ah, are you confused? Said, I'm not confused. Ah, but you said we should go. Yes, he said, to go, you must sit down first. Sitting down is a sine qua non. It's a garfries. <laughs> you don't go to do ministry by going. You sit down first. You wait first until you are endued with Being ordained doesn't mean you should go. Being consecrated doesn't mean you should go. Being appointed doesn't mean you should go. Being told that you are a pastor does not mean you should start pastoring. Many of us got up to go and there is nothing to show. You tarry for oil, power, the oil. Even today, in our current world, world, world we are in, those who have oil have got power. Tarry till you are endued with power from on high. Look, my dear friends, I, I, I don't want to waste your time. I'm telling you today that I am here to show you where to find that power. So, as my confidence level, it is above my eyes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm overconfident that something is going to change about your life. Amen. I mean, the confidence I'm using to speak now, I mean, my, my, my confidence about your ministry, hey! No matter who you are, if you listen to me, Today, you will change. Without university education, without masters, without having traveled to London before. If you listen to me today, if you are not anointed today, or if, if the journey to your anointing doesn't begin today, it means your family members are a lot. They are disturbing you too much. Everybody is walking out of this door 
oiled. Potentially oiled. Potentially metamorphosed. Potentially transformed. Potentially changed. So, I need to go. I need to go. I'm holding in my hand a book. And I'm teaching you, I'm showing you from two chapters in the book. Number one. I feel like breakdancing. <laughs> Something is happening to me. Kaya. Have you seen people changing? One day I was sitting with a lady in the plane. We are going for a crusade. We sat down, chatted, slept, woke up. About 10 minutes. She had a beautiful hair. She's a pretty girl. You know, I think it's, it's a cornrow. That thing they do. The, the lines. Cornrow. She had done cornrow. Beautiful cornrow. But when it was announced that it was 20 minutes to, ta- to landing, she asked me to excuse her. She said she wanted to go and use the bathroom. So she took her bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting down and she came back. She said, Can I sit down? I said, You can't sit down. Who are you? I said, Hey! The corn roll had changed to curls. Your corn roll is changing. Your current role is changing. Amen. I have never forgotten that. My, my, my response was, please, there's someone here. Then I said, hey. <laughs> she had gone to the bathroom to put on a wig. From Corn Road, she had brown, curly strands everywhere. Her eyes, doing no go. Or by you happy. <laughs> when she sat down, my mouth was open. I said, Doctor, go stop what you are doing. I said, But how, how can you change like that? How can you change like that? On Sunday, when you enter your church, you are moving from Conroe to Kells. Receive a sudden transformation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You may think I'm joking. You may think I'm having a convention. I'm not having no... I'm not, I'm, I am, I am, I am screwing you into your socket. Yes. I am screwing you into your socket. If you had heard what you are about to hear five years ago, you'd be a different woman by now. It's not right. It's not right to leave the plane 
to be received by people waiting for you with cornrow. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Some of you, if your own life could speak, it would have said, you are embarrassing me. Shatu Kasa. Please, my wife is not happy with me. Chapter 21. I said we bought a what? Plane ticket. If we had taken a bus, I would have preached till 10 p.m. But plane tickets includes romance. Pierrot, when was the last time you smoothed your wife? Smoothing up. Ah, Pierrot. Should I call her? Why is she? You are the only person I'm shy of. Your mouth. Part of the anointing will reconfigure everything about your life. Business which is not working will start working. I am connecting you. I'm, I am, I can't, my English, the English. I, I don't know what word. I'm, 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 I am, I, I'm drilling you into something. It's not good, though. It's not good. It's not good. What you are doing is not good. You see, it's of the order of that statement even God made to himself. that It's not good that a man should be alone. It's not good that a minister should look like you. It's not good. I don't know who hasn't... I'm telling you that the way you are looking is not good. Your appearance should exude oil and freshness and power and graces and abilities. It's not good. It's not good. Kasatosa kaja. And I'm resetting your life, eh? Anything you need in your life, which is not there, there will be a gathering of help. I said there will be a gathering of help. Anything you need, that you can't buy yourself. God is sending someone. I'm talking about a supernatural mobilization of help. Receive it so that you can advance. You will never stagnate till you die. I banish you from that lifestyle. Where your life, when I say your life, I mean your ministry life is stagnating and other areas are flourishing and that serves a delusion to you that you are doing well in life. Because you are comparing yourself to your roommates. He has masters, you also have masters. Both of you have PhD. He's a lecturer, you're also a lecturer. I will suggest to you 
Even if you can't find anyone to compare yourself with, compare yourself to your pastor here. And ask yourself, what have I done in the ministry that is close to what he has done? And in case you can't find him, compare yourself to me. What problem are you facing that we have not experienced before? Is it money? You don't have money. Ask my husband here. We've been broke. Fight poverty. Don't let me make a list that, is, that will change the color of the meeting. I'm saying that you have surrendered yourself to useless things. And I'm here to reconnect you to the source of power. Amen. The anointed and his anointed is the book you want to look at. Please sit down. Chapter 21. How you can change. That's the word again. I, I didn't even notice it was there. How you can t- Can you please put your iPad down and clap your hands for Bishop Dad. You are not our father. For the books. Ministry partner, they say everything is said tonight. Eh, you are living here affected. I, I can promise you that you, what you call ministry is changing. Clap your hands for the, for the father whose breasts are feeding us. You will take something home. I said you will take something home. If you walked here, it will be worth the walk. If you drove your car here, it will be worth the fuel. If you left your office to come here, it is worth cutting that off here. Whatever you paid to be here will be worth it. Yes, because you are, you, are, you are going to have an encounter with destiny. How you can change your anointing levels. Sit down. How you can what? Change. And change can mean from zero oil to level 10. Change can mean from level 2 to level 20. But surely, there will be a change. There will be a change. Delta oil. Acts 2. Verse 3. The anointed and his anointing. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. Next verse. 
And they were all filled with oil. The Holy Ghost. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. So the anointing is the Holy Ghost and that is the oil. It is both a noun and a verb. It is both to anoint. The word anoint is both a verb. And then it's also what? A noun. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak. With other tongues. I'm having difficulty. It's too much. I, I need to calm down. They were failed. And the sign, the first sign was that their language changed. Their language changed from boring pastors and preachers to men with something new to say. Everyone here is receiving an upgrade. This, these men were fearful, timid men. But after this experience, they became world changers. And that is what is happening to you. you, you are, I, I will not lie to you that you are living here to go and change your town. Yes. Or you are living here. Never. You are living here to go and change your city. That's not what is going to happen. You are, you are living here. Specifically anointed. To change every church member. Under you in your church. You are going, you are going to light them up. With fire. And send them. The beginning of the greatness of your ministry is predicated on your ability to light people up. Even if you are Jesus, you will need to light people up. Because even if you are Jesus, you can't do the ministry on your own. There are a lot of one man thousand pastors here. You cannot even get a church member to be a bachelor leader. But we are, we, we are on it. The title, I'm preaching from two chapters. The first one is this chapter 21. This one, how to change your anointing level. And there, I, I was told by Bishop uh, Brother, there are seven pastors here who want to change their anointing levels. Who are they? Seven? Yes. Who are they? Yes. Yes. You are one of them? Yes. It's happening to you practically. I said it is happening to you practically. Yes. Whatever you are using for ministry is changing tonight. Yes. It is changing tonight. Amen. The beginning of that transformation is taking place now. That beginning. Amen. It's an event and it is happening now. Amen. It's a live event. Shadosa Baya. 
Zanika Toraman Dazababa Zanda Moshatabaya Rendele Besatalabababababababa As soon as this happened, the oil changed Peter's life. He stood with the eleven. You also, you will stand with your shepherds. I said, you will stand with the pastors under you. You will stand with your church members. Number one, number one, please be seated. How do you change your anointing level? Number one, a conviction will lead to a change. In anointing levels. Oh. That one. I, I can gloss over it. I can move from that one. Because I, I sense in my spirit. That it has happened to many of you already. already. Hello. Hi. Already. Act 2. 37. Watch it. Now when they heard this. They were pricked in their hearts. That's the conviction. That work. And they asked Peter and the other guys, please stop talking and tell us what we must do to be saved. But I don't have a problem with this point now. Because I, I, have, I have news from the presence of God. That many of you here have been convicted already in your hearts. And that is, the, that, that is the template you need to establish a destiny of a colorful ministry. Anybody here who has at this time has not experienced a conviction must wait on God. And I can assure you. That you are going to be one of the non-entities. Now, now, I want to inform you also that in the ministry there are useless people. Okay. That's one of the first things I want you to, you, you to know. That In case you are useless, be comforted that your type is in the ministry. Yeah. You are not, it's, it's not like, like you are alone, you are a loner, life hasn't treated you well. No, no, no. no. There are, there's a group of ministers whose label, not prophets, apostles, pastors, there's a group of ministers called useless. And anybody sitting here looking at me, has, who doesn't have a conviction in your heart that where you are is not a good place, I think that there is no future for you. As I'm speaking... I expect that your heart is burning. Did not our hearts burn within us as he spoke? There is enough anointing in this room to cause a certain inflammation in your chest factors. I said in your thoracic chest factors. If you are sitting here, blasé. If you are sitting here, unaffected. If you are sitting here, nonchalant. It means that you are not supposed to be in the ministry. Preacher. 
But anybody here with a conviction, who's, I know there are some of you here who want to leave this room now. Yeah. That's the feeling I said to have. A feeling that, you know something, Bishop, you are talking to me. I want to go and start praying. I, I want to go and walk in this town. I, 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 want, to, I want to explode. I want to, but if you are here, phlegmatically breathing in and out like a frog, just watching what is happening here, then I want to announce to you that you are not supposed to be in the ministry. Because I've checked the temperature of the atmosphere and it is a convicting temperature. If you are sitting here and you are not restless, it means there's, there's no hope for you. You will never make it except another supernatural sponsorship. Yeah, this is a heavily sponsored meeting we are having. You know, there are some meetings which are sponsored. One of my daughters went to America for a conference with awards and travel. And she told me it was sponsored. And she showed me the woman who sponsored her. A short woman. 92-year-old Jewish woman. Billionaire. Dietitian. 90 what? Anything you see happening didn't just happen. It is sponsored. Tomorrow's match at Accra Sports Stadium is sponsored. The MPP gathering that will take place this weekend at Afran Plains has been sponsored. I want to inform you that this meeting in this room has been sponsored. Not by money, not by anybody, but by doses of supernatural injection to guarantee you a place among great men that no matter how much of ministry you have wasted, no matter how many years of your life you have wasted, the sponsorship package today includes your greatness. Receive it for your life. And as we live here, Believe God that you will be a person Sabayakata. God doesn't use angels. God uses evil. Mistake rendered women and men. God doesn't use angels. He uses weak men with fantastic handicaps, with one sign and one mark, the uncanny ability to sense timings and seasons, to know that this is a time to turn around. This is the time to change. God is not using men who don't make mistakes, but is using men who, after making a mistake, will be convicted that, no! I cannot be here. This is the way I should, I should be. God uses men. The men, Oswald J. Smith wrote that old, old book. The man God uses. The man God uses. And I will tell you, the man God uses is the man with the ability 
to sense that something is wrong. Shadazaka. That he, 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 he enters a room and says, no, the atmosphere is wrong. She looks at her life and says, no, no. And suddenly, it's like the scales fall off. The veil is removed. And I expect someone here to sense that a veil has come off. And to sense that the scales are removed. I, 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 I need a lady here tonight to sense that what you have been doing is not ministry. But there's a higher level of graces, higher level of anointings God has for you. If you are here and you lack that ability, then you need work to be done on you. But I'm here to say to you that no matter how you've fallen, no matter how you've gone back, no matter how stagnant you are, if your heart can be pricked, you are in for a good deal. The man God uses is not a man who is infallible, but a man who will say, how did I come to sit here eating with pigs? How? The man God uses is a man who looks at himself and says, How can a reverend like me have a church of 78 members? How? How did I end up thinking that lay ministry means part-time ministry? Saduka Satabakabayakar. Hey! I said, the man God uses is not a man with a big church. It's not a man with, with healing anointing. The man God uses is the man who is David. Okay. 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 The ability to cut the skirt of a father. What have I done? Some of you should be asking yourself, what have I done? What church do I have? What have I done in the ministry? Ah, how? How? How did I end up here? How, how, how have I been thinking? That I've done masters. And I've sat in a branch for five years. And I cannot count 100 members. I'm a failure. The man God uses is not a man who preaches with fire from his mouth, but the man who knows Shadosa Alazata. The man, 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 these two men, these two men, when they met Jesus and Jesus was speaking, they were walking, but they, they, something was happening. I'm telling you that if you are here and you are blasé, you are untouched. It means that the next event in your life should be your unsolicited resignation. You will never do well. Men of greatness are men of conviction. There is, there is, there is, a, there is, there is. A feeling in their hearts that it is not well, but it will be well. That I have not done well, but I will do well. But I, that I have failed, but I will rise again. That I have fallen, but I will get up again. 
my God, I need to have women and men in Asante region who believe that their lot in ministry is not the paltry ministry they are seeing here, not the measly numbers they are counting, but their lot is among the league of mega church pastors. If I can get only two women listening to me to catch this fire, UD will be a different place. I need you to clap your hands and bump out. Declare. Speak your destiny. Your level changes the day you receive a conviction. The day your heart pricks you. The day you are knocked in your chest. The day you wake up and say, wow, I've lived here for three years. But I'm now realizing that I'm in the wrong room. I've been here for four years. I've been appointed for seven years. But I'm doing it the wrong way. Clap your hands and make a declaration about your life. The man God uses is not a man who doesn't have members, but a man who knows that I don't have members and my heart pricks me that where I am is not a good place. The man God uses is not the man who is a perfect builder of churches, but the man with the capacity to receive a prick, a prick, a prick. Did not our hearts burn? Pray. to break your heart. It's all you need. It's all you need. If your heart can be pricked, everything is possible. You didn't hear me. I said, if your heart can be pricked, everything is possible. We are tired of hearts that are fat. Hearts That cannot be touched. The ministry is tired of hearts that are waxed gross, incapable of feelings. Adisumi and Brika, Sodasi Bali, Adasambola, Shotemi, Sadikote, Bandusia, Abika Dusa, you will never be the same again.
Masante masunima, masante masunima, masante masunima. If you can be prayed in your heart, there's hope for you. Zema doseba, my God, my God, my God. Zania dosababa, hatasapa, hatabosate. Ah, hey, listen, 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 listen. Listen, the people who live and don't die of infections and wounds and needless hurts are people, naturally speaking, whose nerves are intact. Great men are not men who don't once a while bump into an object or touch something that is hot. But great men are those who bump and they feel pain and they withdraw. There's a disease if it falls on you it means you are going to die of sepsis. Your skin breaks without any feeling because your nerves are destroyed. There are 40 causes of diseases that can destroy your nerves. One of them is what we know, diabetes. It causes what we call a diabetic neuropathy. Among the different presentations, it makes you incapable of sensing pain. So you hit and you don't feel it. And so you cut. You cut your skin. You don't even feel it. Till you see blood. And then the condition that makes you not feel the cut not, that makes you not feel the pain. It's the same condition that has heaped sugar into your blood. So when the germs enter, they now have sweet toffees. But blessed are those men who are not suffering from any neuropathy. But when they hit, they can feel. When they pastor a church for five years and with, they have 40 members, they can feel and they can be angry and say, Enough! Yeah. It destroys. You hit your knee, you hit your joints, it, 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 can, it, it can disfigure even your joints. Your bones are destroyed. You don't even feel pain. Aja! You don't feel pain. Then it, it, it deforms them. The joints are destroyed. They have no feeling except their legs which are twisted. The, the, and their joints, if you take an exit, their joints are twisted. We call it sarcoatropathy. Sarcoatropathy. The, 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 this, this organization. This one is here. So, ah, have you had surgery? No. Just like how your church also is disorganized. 
We can't find a singer. We can't find a, we, we don't even know the difference between a basenta leader and a shepherd or a center leader. Chaos! Sacco disorganization. Because the pastor, Jesus said it all. I'm not the one. He said, these people, their hearts are waxed gross. Patrino. Hearts. A heart which doesn't feel. I met one of my pastors years ago at our car park at Denta Church. I said, I'm just from an office. And I saw your data. And I don't expect you to be so happy on the car park. I saw him laughing and chatting. And with anger, I went, I said, I don't expect you to be chatting around. Do you know that's not your church? But he's suffering from sarco. 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 Not sarco. Sarco. C-H-A-R-C-O-T. It's a disorganization of entities. So if you're standing here, you are barren. You are called pastor. You are called lady pa- Is it lazy pastor or lady pastor? Barren. But you don't have any feeling. I don't expect some of you men to even have erections. But you are the one who has three, three rounds in two hours. Foolish man. The state of your ministry, I don't expect. I don't expect you. I don't expect you. Even if your wife shakes her buttocks in front of you, you should vomit. There's, there's something. But we should see you. We should see you. Rounds. 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 Because you, 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 are, you are spiritually a patrono. Your heart is wax growth. I said, anybody here who doesn't have a feeling here should leave. From now on, it's for those with feelings. I want to see people who are mourning. Blessed are those who mourn. Who are those who mourn? Mommy, do you know who mourns? What type of person mourns? No. No. Not somebody who loses someone. Who are those who mourn? Sorry? Oh, no, no, no. You don't understand. Ah. Do you know? You, you've not mourned before? Who are those who mourn? No, 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 no. I'm surprised. Please sit down. I, I, I can't believe it. Ah. What? Who are the people? How can a person mourn? What makes a person mourn? Hello? Death. Death doesn't make a person mourn. When a woman's husband dies, it doesn't make her mourn. What makes a person mourn? It, mourning begins with a sensation of loss. Not when your husband has died. Not when your child has died. But when you sense the loss. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. That 
I went to visit. One of my daughters called me that a member had come from America. Her husband had died. So she, she was um, at home. Black, black. So we went to sit with her. She was so sad. As soon as she saw her friend, she broke down. Crying. Mourning. Because she had lost her husband. But beyond losing her husband, she could sense a loss. We were sitting down there chatting with her. And her son came. Ten years. Mommy, I can't find the remote control. The mother looked at her face. And she just wiped her tears. She said, what do you want? The remote. The mother said, it's lying there. Where there? She was crying. And the son came and took the remote. Came to sit by us here. <laughs> Why? Has the son died? Has the boy's father died? I can't hear you. Has his father died? Should he cry? Yes. Why is he not crying? He has not sensed the loss of the death of a father. The loss of a father. So it's not, it's not just the loss of something, but the sense that you have lost. The sense that you are at your age passing 53 members. The sense. That's why I said, Blessed are those who mourn. They are those who will receive help and comfort and answers and interventions. Blessed are those who do what? Who mourn. For they shall be what? Comforted. I've seen men whose wives die and that night Shaduza Karukata one pastor was praying, Lord, let it happen this year. What should happen? A convention? <laughs> Blessed are those who sense a loss. Not blessed are those who have lost. Some of somebody here, somebody has stolen your money. But you don't know. There is somebody here in this room whose money has been stolen. You will know it in three days' time. But as you sit here, there's, you've lost money, but you, you don't know you've lost anything. You're looking into your bag. <laughs> it's not enough to lose. You must know what you have lost. Oh, Jerusalem. I longed to gather you as a hen gathers her chicks. But you would not. You would not. Henceforth, you will not see me until you learn to say
many of you sitting here, you have lost a lot in the ministry, but it's not okay to you. Because your heart is, is now patronized with academia, with medicine practice, and specialization, and pregnancies, and business contracts, and promotion in the bank, and, 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 and a relationship. You, you, you've lost something, but you see, it is one, one day. The day the prodigal son walked out of the house was the day he should have begun crying. He had lost something, but he had not. The, kazuna Kazata. The sense. He, you see, he had to now experience the practical impacts of the loss. Lost everything. No man gave him. And when he joined himself to a citizen of the country, he sent him to the field. I pray for you that, you know, when this, uh, the, the tsunami that killed 100,000 or so, when, same years, when landing that years ago, 20 what? Shato Sakata Sata. When was it? 2000 and something, 19 something. Or some, some mega tsunami. That, that was the first time I heard that word, tsunami. Ten years ago, eh? Ten years? Well, 2000 and something, yeah. When that thing happened, a lot of money was invested by those Asiatic countries. To, it was invested in what they called a remote sensing system. That would not let the people be surprised by a tsunami. But when it began, when the earthquake began in the sea, when the cataclysm began in the sea, two hours earlier, it was sense. So millions and billions of dollars were invested. Only for it to fail. Some of you must install senses. Some of you must have a sense of what you have lost. Because the day it dawns on you, you may not have a father waiting for you at home. Some of you must have a sense that you have lost something in the ministry. That you have, you, you have, you have trivialized the ministry. That you have bastardized your call. Pray that you sense it now. Because the day it dawns on you properly, the scale of destruction may be irreversible. Because when God gives you the ministry, seeing then that we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. But many of you have fainted. What you don't know is you see, those who faint allow themselves to faint. Those who allow themselves to faint are those are those who don't see the ministry as mercy. That the ministry is God's mercy. He's showing you and your family, your daughter, your son, your husband, your wife. For you and I who have been called, I'm not talking about your roommate who hasn't been called. 
God called. He said, nobody can come to me except the Father. You cannot call yourself. If you are sitting here, God has called you. And I'm saying that your ministry is your mercy. You joke with the ministry, you will, you will, you will, you will breach. You will breach the embankment. And some, some years ago, there was a major flood in Louisiana. Um, uh, made, uh, where? Was it Katrina? Something, yeah. In Katrina. Mississippi. All those places. Flooded. Flooded. So, so they were asking how the flood came. Then they realized that it was not just the hurricane. Because there had been hurricanes earlier. But the strength of the gales, the winds, caused a breach in the levee. You know, um, they had the, the French, the French, hundreds of years ago, had built embankments in that part of America, the French. Huge embankments. I don't know what English word, levees. It's like, what, help me, walls, walls. Sea walls. So, not knowing that, all the time they were living there, there was water, but it was not coming because the walls and the embankments were intact. But the day it broke, that was the day they understood that what was killing them was already there. But there was a wall, my God, let somebody understand what I'm saying. There was a wall preventing it from coming. Dear sister, the ministry is a wall. It is your mercy. Your son should be a homosexual by now. But your ministry is what is an embankment. I don't know if you understand the message I'm preaching. Some of you should be arrested in jail. You should be in jail by now. But the ministry is what has kept you from the greed of going to steal money. Some of you here should should have your wife with three other impregnated women competing for your attention but the ministry is the embankment that has kept these things away not because you don't have feelings but because the feelings are are, are prevented from entering to ravage your life and if the day the ministry is breached that is when you know that your daughter can stand in front of you and slap you I know a woman like that. Her daughter slammed her and tore her blouse in public. Your son can do everything he hasn't done before. (laughs) I don't know if you understand the English language. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Your daughter working there, that girl, she's capable of Everything she hasn't done before. Perhaps it is your ministry and your husband's ministry. That, is, that has formed the levy and the embankment. I'm saying that in a certain sense, ministry is synonymous with mercy. That is why you must develop 
super sensitivity to anything that will try to disturb your ministry. If a girl comes around you and that girl from afar, you should sense that a devil is about to come. But because your remote senses are dead, you can smooth her and get up and go. Oh yes. That's why the first point for your anointing level to rise, you must be a man who is preachable. You must be a man who can be convicted. You must be a woman who can... Wow! How come? How come? A lady reverend, what do I have to show? A reverend. The sense. Morning is heralded by a sense. And I'm saying that some of you are too happy. It is incongruous. There's no congruity. It doesn't match your barren ministry. Your head should be drooping down in despondency. What have I done with my life? Some of you should descend this staircase weeping. But I know you. You'll be descending, speaking pigeon. Tell her how. Make you go get the watch. But this time, Because your remote senses are dead. So you'll be in your room and a wall of water will end your generation. How do you change your natural level? Look, Bishop calls it a burning vision in church growth. He calls it conviction and anointed. Whatever the name is, you must have the capacity for, for, for a certain pain Without that pain, you can't serve God. Because the things that will prick you are many. Some of them are painful events. Some of them are most pleasurable events, like your promotion. I know people who rejected promotion. The promotion. They said, no, no, no. Please pass it on to Leticia. I'm fine. But you will take the promotion, even if it means the decimation of your ministry. Why? Because your remote sensing system is defective. Until you are there, earning dollars, going to Dubai, collecting dollars, going to Germany, collecting dollars. Being in your office, receiving packages, till your, your entire family is deluged by catastrophe. And you look back, how did it happen? How did it happen? It began the day you took that promotion and abandoned the call. By abandoning that call, your embankments were breached. So what was there already which could never enter your home because of your abandonment of the ministry had now opened the floodgates. Watch out! 
If I fall down dead right now, I've succeeded in my mission of coming here to talk to you. That's why when Jesus was lessing, was sorry, lessing the Macarioses, the Macarioses, it's called the Macarioses, the Beatitudes. He said, Macarius is the man who mourns. Macarius are you when men hate you and despitefully use you. Macarius is the man who hungers and tests for right. You are so full. Look at your pot belly in front of you. You are full. You are not hungry for... I was at a meeting. Where is Bishop? I was at a meeting with you. Full-time missionaries. Please stop me when I, when I begin to lie. Full-time missionaries. Who are not bankers. Who are not teachers. Who are not farmers. Full-time what? Missionaries. I took the microphone to them. One year. Two years. Seven years. Three years. They have never stood on a box in their city to have a crusade. They are full. They don't need no new converts. They don't need no new members. Some of you still here. I was sorry. I was going to say I swear. But how can I blaspheme? There is no follow-up ministry in your church. What you are calling a follow-up ministry... It's a phantom. I'm sorry I'm shouting. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. My mother brought me up. I don't know why I'm shouting. Let me, let me be calm. From the back here to here. There are pastors here with churches. There is no teachers and follow-up ministry. Because you are full. But it said, Macarius are those who are, who hunger and thirst for righteousness. That word righteousness is diakosuni, which is correct thinking. That to be in a church and your records don't show new converts, your records don't show first timers, it, it means that you, you, you are sick. Can you imagine there's a pastor who doesn't weep? When you preach and you make an altar call and nobody comes, you take the offering, you take the title. I'm going home to watch Lester versus Manu. Pastor. Instead of calling an emergency meeting of all centers. Data. Project the data. Saturday, Saturday night live. Let's see those. Yes. Francis, yes. Move on. Two. Yeah. Yes, Ebenezer. What happened? What happened last night? Never. You rather go home to watch EPL. Because you are suffering from diabetic neuropathy. The nerves are destroyed. You can't sense pain. 
Yes. Bishop, Bishop Sackler and Bishop Eddie should have received letters from some of you. Suicide notes. Why are the suicide notes? Why are the suicide notes? We need to have suicide. The pastors who want to kill themselves. They are, 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 they are. Phyllis. Why the suicide notes? Why is the pastor who should have, by this time, drank poison and when we came to your room, you have have just drank just enough to give you osophagia stretches. Just enough. Because you are depressed. That your church is not working. You are depressed. Rather, you have big erections. Look at my face very well. You will never forget it. One day, somebody in this room will remember this meeting. You won't know what to call it. You will, uh, there's no name for this meeting. One of you will remember this meeting. Not knowing that... I won't continue the sentence. But you will know. According to Exodus... Ezekiel 33 that a prophet has been among you. You will know it. Those of you who have lost your ministry and you cannot sense the loss, you will die of septicemia. Infection, an overwhelming generalized infection. It takes over your body. I see you cannot help you. Overwhelming infections. And it begins to shut down your systems. Kidney shut down. Liver shut down. This shut down. This shut down. Then you pack off. You pack up. May God mercifully show you what you have lost as you are sitting here. Yes. Without that, that's why as he was listing the people who are blessed. We call it the Macarius. He said, those who mourn are Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? You, you mean we should be mourning? Are you not supposed to give us joy of the Holy Ghost? Sweetheart, you can never have the joy of the Holy Ghost without mourning first. The people who have the joy of the Holy Ghost are those with intact nerve endings. Intact nerve endings. Intact nerve endings. They are the people who laugh. I can end now, Piero. Believe me. I was going to preach for two chapters. I've done just one point in a chapter. I don't feel like going on. It's enough. But I want to do the two and three. Second and third point in just one of them. I won't do the second chapter. I was going to do two chapters. But it's enough. 
Already I can see it coming out of your nostrils. I'm telling you. Are you recording it? You are recording it? Listen to it in the toilet. Put some in your anus. Put some down. Any hole. Fill your body with the message. Because this is your life. I didn't come to prophesy money. I rather wish that you could have pain. The people who laugh, who rejoice, are those who have pain. I, it's not me. Jesus said, among the people who are blessed, one group are those who lose things and can sense that they have lost something. Zanuka. Zaka Taba Sada. Can you lift up your two hands and quietly? Don't shout. Quietly pray. No, you can sit down. Don't stand. If you want to stand, you can stand. Just lift up your two hands and just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Pray for yourself. Dazuka. Because comfort comes only to those who mourn. Not those who have lost anything. But those who sense a loss. Your father can be dead and you'll be playing basketball. Your father can be dead and you'll be playing Nintendo. Because you have not sensed. It's not dawned on you that the breakwaters have been breached. And the next major event in your life is an, it's an overwhelming deluge. A tsunami. Which obliterates your destiny. Sadaka. Bosi, Suna Aleto Sagrada Zademo, Shente Pratas Kebaya, Zunila Azakabo, Son Tasila Badistu Brimakaya, Sonileka Poradisa, Sambalasu Pazalita, Sodikale, Sambadis Adusa, Pasuka, Sambadasi Patosa. Receive sensitivity. May somebody come to your house and find you weeping and ask, Is your husband maltreating you? No. Has your child died? No. I've lost my ministry. I've lost something. I have followed promotion. I've followed the man. I have followed money. I have followed degrees. And I've run aground. Sadia Satosa Pakasa Sades Cabrando Sadita Takabaya Koteba Satakabayandika. Unless you are cursed. Unless there's a curse on you. Mazanua Mazanua Dazaraka Shande Kasata Pasa Sada 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 Saba. Lapa, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Number two, we need to end. Number two. How to change your anointing level? Number two. Uh, Is that three points? I was going to do the three points. And go into another chapter. 
But that will be an overdose. It's too much. It's too much for you. You can handle it. Number two. How to change your level of anointing. I have never preached this before. This is the first time I've even seen that chapter. Are you ready for number two? Asking questions changes your level of anointing. Asking questions will lead to a change in your level of we read it. Acts 2, 37. Now, when they heard us, hey, I feel something. They were pricked in their hearts. It's beautiful. And because they were pricked in their hearts, the next thing that followed naturally, naturally, unprovoked, They asked Peter and the rest, men and brethren. Stop talking. Enough preaching. What must we do? But in your case, I am telling you what you must do. Questions. Questions. You can tell the state of a pastor's heart by the last time he asked a question about how his church would grow. You can tell. If his heart is a patrono heart, Waxed gross with money. Overwhelmed by prosperity. The heart is waxed gross. Cannot feel. Because when your heart is pricked, when you are convicted, the next thing that happens to you is 
What shall I do? That's why many of you are on the an entire. If Bishop's ministry is 2018 ministry, some of you are in 1862. Some of you, if I come to your church this Sunday, I will not recognize it as a lighthouse church. There are lighthouse churches under Bishop Dagwood Mills. Churches pastored by bishops which don't have communion every Sunday. I didn't know. Somebody went for a meeting, bishops attended, and came to tell me. I wasn't in the meeting. I've never been to any body church. I don't know. And I, and, and, and I, and I was shocked out of my trousers. It's okay. I, I want to lie down or I don't know how, what to do to myself. Your level of anointing changes the day you begin to ask questions. Many of you are lost. In fact, it is Jeremiah, thank you Holy Spirit, who told us, is this 616? That famous let me see 616. Yeah. Beautiful. I got it. Stand ye in the ways and see. But you don't just see. When you go to First Love Center, you don't just see. When you watch the podcast, you don't just see. When you listen to, when you listen to the podcast, you don't just hear. It's like stand in the way and see and ask. Pastor, you won't believe that there are pastors here in Ashanti region who will, if I call someone, no, I will not. I, 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 do not I, don't, I don't like embarrassing people. Oh, the people I talk to, like uh, parents, they are my body. body, body. Can't you that I've not brought my nonsense to you? I, I, I don't know you. If I don't know you, I won't, you know, crack some jokes or pass some comments. No, no, no. no, no. I, I don't like to embarrass people. I've got friends. If, if I do, if you're not my friend, I will never make a comment about you. I should know you in a way or size you up spiritually. I would ask some of you to stand up and tell us what is a basenta. If you are a man, stand up and differentiate between a basal and a basenta. And while we are discussing it, tell me what is a strong Christian academy. What is it? Oh, by the way, please help me to understand what is intensive care unit. Are you a doctor? What is intensive care unit? 
where the I mean people who need resuscitation or certain critical in the church. What is intensive care unit? I don't know. Nonsense. Stand in the way. See. But make sure you ask. Because the way that is good for you is a way that doesn't have a signboard or a road map. The way that is right for you, you can only be used, can only be found by what? Ask for the old parts. Where is the good way? And oh Jesus, help me! I did, I, I, I'm now seeing that one. He said, "When you see and you ask and you are told, walk it." I can start from here, but I will not. Ask, how many buses come to your church on Sunday morning? How many buses? How many buses? But do you even know what is a bus terminal? What is a bus terminal? Don't tell me, Osa. <laughs> it's in the book. I'm not preaching my message. He said, Bishop says, one of the ways to change your level is to ask. And I'm introducing the dimension of walk in it. Do it. That, 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 that when you ask for a basenta and it's explained to you, do it. Ministry in a certain sense is not a mystery. Mm. If I had time on my hands and I don't have it, I will sit with each of you and engage you in a three minute discourse, dialogue, and tell you why you are failing in ministry. I can tell you in three minutes why your church is small. I can explain to you why you don't have basentes. I can ask you one question. How you will answer me will let me know whether you are an idiot or you are intelligent. There is no mystery except that which has been hidden from you. But for those who are men of knowledge, they can explain mysteries. The size of your church can be explained. Oh, and by the way, it has nothing to do with your age. Those of you on premature retirement, you, out of barrenness, unspirituality, and downright backsliding state, have chosen the path of early retirement. But in the beginning, it was not so. 
Some of you are 35. Your face even looks like a retiree. There's no excitement on your face. When I see your face, I must have erections. Your face is boring. Boring. Nobody can tell you. I will tell you. If you like insult me, something will happen to you tonight. As the people, I appear in their dreams all the time. I beat some. I last some. I slap some. Don't join them. Don't mess with me. I said, your face doesn't even look exciting. When a man of God is his, his, his anointing, like, like, like Bishop Eddie, when you see him, you, you feel excited. You feel that that's a human being I ask him. A human being ask him. <laughs> and I'm the way he will walk. And I will preach in a deda. Preach in a deda. Listen, I try to introduce a little laughter. When the atmosphere is thick with suspense, but I'm, I, I will not shift from the eternal reality that without asking questions, you, you, you betray your idiocy. You do what? And I have not said you betray your lack of university education. Don't quote me. Intelligent minds ask questions. How on my son? Twenty? How old is my son? The first one, 20. Okay. I, I thought it was 19. <laughs> and the second one is how old? 17. No, he's 16. He's not 16. 2001. Yeah, he's so tall. <laughs> I don't know their ages. I just produce. Anyway. <laughs> 19-year-old boy. I went for a revival at 7. I closed. I was going. He said, Daddy, I have to see you. Nine, 20 years. Yes. He said, I have to see you. I said, what's happening? He said, I'm disturbed. And I had many. Suddenly, I said, ah, what is going on? I said, sit down. So why are you going? Are you going to school? He said, I want to go home with you. Then he sat down. I was driving. I said, what's happening? He said, Daddy, I, I don't know whether 
in my lifetime. He said, I was asking some questions and I went for Rejoiner's book. And the, the book he talked about, I don't even read it before. I didn't even know that, that, that it existed. Something about something, I've forgotten the title. And he took it from his iPad. He opened the iPad and began to read. He said, he read, and Regina said, numbers are related to anointings. I've read the book. That he said, there are anointings for thousands and anointings for hundreds. And if your level of anointing is not up to a certain standard, you will not be able to see certain numbers. So I say, yes, we do. So, as a central leader with 130 members, does it mean that I will never see 1,000 members in my ministry? I almost turned the car into the forest. 20 years old. He's wondering when. So he said, is it possible? He said, can I have a church with 1,000? I said, you can. He said, but this is what Regina is saying, that anointing level. He said, yes. So you too, if you continue pastoring, your level of anointing will change. And one day you have a certain level of anointing. I spoke, sir. He was depressed in the car. I said, he wanted to cry. It's like he had read something that to him is like he cannot break out. And as I was sitting with him, I was remembering a something written past this. Who are not weeping? Who are not asking questions? That, so, 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 so will I ever have 2,000 members? What can I do to have 2,000 members? Have you answered the question before? And the reason why you have not asked the question is that your heart is wax gross. Ah, and he said, when you walk in it, you will find what? Rest. Your agitation, your barrenness, your unhappiness, are all a result of your not asking questions. An intelligent mind. I sent a lady, uh, a sister, a text. I said, I just listening, uh, I'm, I'm listening to Sweet Melodies. And there's this girl who is speaking so nicely. Who is she? I just want to know her. I just want to know her. I was watching, um, First love, prophetic encounter, this about today's preaching, and somebody came to give the announcement. I took my phone and I recorded the person giving the announcement. I wanted to know how does she do it? How do, how, how do you speak? Because I'm a camera. I struggle to speak. How are you able to speak with such flair? When was the last time you asked the question? A question you have not asked is what has led to your state of unrest and your high entropy, disorderly, circle. 
ministry. How can I do the basenta system? You hear basenta, so you say, I'm doing basenta. Hey, today you're not a basenta, you're a basenta. Hey, you, you are not a basenta, basenta. Hey, you are a basenta, basenta, basenta. Foolish man. I'm preaching. I'm not singing. I'm preaching. Questions. Questions. What's a basenta? How can we do it well? How can I do a basenta work in such a way that it leads to the growth of my church? But how, how, how did Bishop take a church of 200 members and now has 6,000 in four years? 6,000. And now I have sat by a church for seven years with 114. Since I'm in their period. And couldn't come to church. Questions. Questions. Questions led to salvation. Questions led to deliverance. The Ethiopian, you know, he said, he said do you understand? Said, How can I accept someone? Ask questions. Are you not pregnant? Do you ask somebody how to have sex? I'm sure I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to you. Don't join the bad wives. Don't join the useless wives who only like makeup and colorful dresses and only know how to have sex to, to be pregnant. Stand in the way and see women whose marriages are titillating and sizzling and ask them what type of sex makes a man happy. Not this crucify me, crucify me. When we come to your bedroom, we should see ropes. Ropes. <laughs> A woman says, foolish man. I'm a foolish man. I'm a foolish man. Right. It's okay. I'll go home. You to continue to be there to be there. And continue wearing your panties with holes. <laughs> Keep wearing it. Because you don't talk to anybody. And when your husband asks you, say it's for ventilation. <laughs> ventilation. <laughs> you, you, ventilation. I married you to have ventilation. If it's ventilation, then I'll buy air conditioner for you. I didn't know that you are feeling so hot. A husband stormed into my office and said, Bishop, have you heard of ventilation before? I said, what's going on? He said, Emma, come. But we're all laughing. 
said, I, I saw holes in her panty and I asked her, said, it's for ventilation. I asked her, what school did you go to? I won't mention the name of the school. Continue. So something happens to your marriage. Yes. You may think I, I, I couldn't have flown a plane to come here to joke with you. I'm saying that some of you wearing wedding rings, women here, should ask. It will even suit you. It will help you to go to the place where the prostitutes stand. Yes. And stand with one and chat with her. That teach me some styles. So that your husband can experience reprieve from this memuna. I'm preaching. I said, ask people. How do? What is the latest? And you, man, you to ask. Help me. I'm, I'm sure they think I'm joking. Until, until your husband goes on track and sees something in his eyes. Without ventilation. <laughs> When I'm talking about change in the level of your anointing, I might as well say a change in the level of, your, of the excitement in your sex life. Yes. It also shows a certain level. There's a pandemic of wawa board wives and odum trees. Sapele, Sedria, Mahogany. When their skin is light brown, it's Mahogany. Those with black ones are walnuts. And you should see them. I'm, I met a husband and a wife at the car park. I said, when was the last time you had sex? This was in February. And the wife, no, the, the husband said, November. And the wife said, you are lying. It's August. <laughs> Heavens are Either February or January. But the year, three, years, three months, four months. Let's allow some digression. Ask. Uh, uh, Bishop, how are you able to have such a sweet power ministry? How do you conduct a miracle service? How do you have a salvation rally? Many of you are do, the same way. The same way. A wife, a husband can be married without asking questions 
And I'm talking about asking questions about how to have sex. What is the latest style? What is apartheid? <laughs> yes. What is crouching tiger? The same way you can also be a pastor and not know what is a salvation rally. The size of your church is a reflection of questions you have not asked. And it's a reflection of your stupidity. You know something? From today, from today, anything you see, ask a question about it. In fact, the last point, oh Jesus, help me. The last point, and we are going home. It says, a change of mind will lead to a change of anointing levels. A change of mind. From today, believe God to understand in a better way what a basenta system is. Believe God to have an upgraded an upgraded insight into the basenta system. Why should a church have dancing stars? Is it that the pastor was a former dancer? No. Is it, uh, pastor, are you a pastor of a church? Do you have dancing stars in your church? Why should you have dancing stars in your church? Why? Actually, I'm not a dancer, but to keep the younger ones, and then also, that's what I can say for now. It will suit you, as a pastor of a church, to change your mind about why people should dance in the church. The reasons. Are you a lady pastor? Do you have a church? You are, you are under someone. Are you a pastor of a church? You have your own church? You do have your own church? Answer with confidence. What is the difference? What is the relationship between a basenta and a basanta? I'm not asking you to define. What is the? How are they related? Do you have a bas- Do you have basantas in your church? Please answer in the microphone. Do you have basantas in your church? No, please. Do you have basantas in your church? No, please. Christ have mercy on my soul. I never, if somebody had told me that there's somebody here 
who doesn't have a basenta, I'd have said the person is a devil. Get it behind me. How come? How is it possible that a, a church in Lighthouse will not have... So, so, what groups do you have in your church? Mini, ministries? Or bustles? Where is your church? Abiswansi. Is it on earth? Yes, please. <laughs> so, do you have groups in your church? Only one. Only choir. What is the size of your church? 25. For how long have you had a, been a pastor of the church? Almost two years. Almost what? Three years. Which of you are listening? I didn't bring a, a tape to play. We are here. And when you are in a house and you see a cockroach, what does it mean? And you dare sit behind a bishop. You've been a pastor in the UD for two years. And there is no basenta in your church. Two years. There is no basanta in your church for two years. So you now know that. I'm not joking. You now know I'm addressing real issues. That's why it's unfair that you would insult me. It's not nice. Don't insult me again. Don't do that again. Things are going to change. Here, in the Santa region, you cannot be a pastor. You cannot be a pastor without demonstrating that you are an avid soaker of podcast weekly. You must have it on your app. Podcasts. Basentes. I'm surprised. This chapter, I didn't even know it existed in the book. I've never seen it before. But everything happening is choreographed by the Holy Spirit. How do you change your level of anointing? Number one is what? Number two is what? And everyone here should take your pen and paper or notebook and write down ten questions I must ask myself. Number one. Number one.
Number one. Do I as a pastor have Dalagiwad Mel's podcast? Ten questions. Which if you ask and answer and walk in it, you see a change in your announcing level. Number two. Do I listen to the podcasts every week? Number three, do I listen to a particular message many times? Or I listen to it once for news? Number what? Four. Do I have a revival at seven service in my church? On Sunday evenings. Number five. Number what? The five. Which book in the Macarius am I reading currently? Ask. Number what? Number six. We need more than ten questions. Do I understand what a basenta really is? Don't just write query basenta. Do I understand what a basenta really is? Number what? Am I, as a UD pastor, practicing the Basenta system in its current form? I will say it only once. If you don't hear me, it's unfortunate. 
a pastor in the UD practice the Basenta system in its current form? Number what? Do I understand what a basanta is? Number what? What is the relationship between Basantes and Basantes in my tides? Number what? Number what? Do I as a UD pastor understand what a batenta is? Number what? Am I practicing the Batenta system in my church? I'm going to 12. Who is my source of new knowledge? As far as the first love church, pastored by my prophets, is concerned. Thirteen. Have I been able to adequately explain the lack of growth in my church? Number what? 
14. What is my Dag Heward Mills Facebook Live status? What is my Dag Heward Mills Facebook Live status? Do I receive notifications? The same person. When there is a live event, ask. Number what? Why am I not interested? In following live events. Why am I not interested in watching or following the live events held by my prophets? Number what? As a UD pastor, as a what? Do I have? Personal data on my church. Which covers basantes, basantes, and all activities in my church. The sentence doesn't end it. Don't put a full stop there. Or are things happening haphazardly in my church? Number what? Seventeen. When was the last time? Ask questions. Your anointing level increased. When was the last time I looked at the tithe records of my church members? 
Number what? 18. When was the last time I engaged a non-tighter and encouraged him or her to pay tithes? Number, number what? 19. As a servant of God. Do I have personal times of waiting on him, on God? And finally, number 20. Does my administrator... With my power up compliance, power up, power up data entry compliance. Do you understand the question? Explain the question, the last question. What you mean is that uh, when we close from church, like for the administrator to send the data on power up, is it difficult for him or her to send the data? The administrator sends you the data. Uh, Bishop uh, Patrick Bruce's administrator sends you data. Who, which administrator? My, my church. Your church. Wait! What is the size of your church? Please, so small. What is the size of your church? 50. 50 members. And you have an administrator. One of the questions was, can you explain? Some, uh, check for me. Can I? No, no, no. One of the questions up there. Can I explain the what? The lack, the lack of growth in my church. Yeah. Can I adequately explain 
the lack of growth. I want to tell you that one of the reasons why. How many months have you pastored the church with 50 members? Five years. Five years. The reason why you are barren is that you have developed a condition called premature big manship. The reason why you have 50 members after five years of doing ministry is that you are too big. You are, you are, you, you are, you are full of African chiefdom. Administrator of a 50 member church. You cannot roll up your sleeves to, to get into the power up. So you don't even know the, 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 the figures and facts of your church. You became big too early. And if your mind doesn't change, you will never do well. Yes, I'm speaking English to you. Read it. Go and read He that hath. Because you are He that hath not. You are a He that hath not, Pastor. And the reason why you are He that hath not, Pastor, is that. And the reason why what you have will be taken from you is that you continue to do what you've been doing that you don't have. You, you, you persist. If I, last Sunday, yesterday, I was in my church, I preached to 2,300 people. To what? With close to 70 churches behind me. If I have an administrator, then it borders on stupidity that you have an administrator. And I, I speak to any such person sitting here with 40 members, 30 members, you will never, not just in ministry, I consign your destiny to barrenness. So you immediately make a U-turn. Now! Turn away! The writer of Hebrews talks about foundations of repentance. You don't only repent from fornication. You don't only repent from weed smoking. You don't only repent from fornication. You repent from such acts like this. Acts which feed you with egotism. And tether your destiny towards delusional states. Where you feel you are something you are not. Most of you missionaries are like that. 
Yes. The missionaries. Most of you are like that. You feel you are something that you are not. You are not. But you are high. High on what? You are high on yourself. Like people are high on drugs, high on cocaine. You are high on yourself. If you go home and you humbly go through these questions, you will never be barren. If these things be in you and abound, they will make you. At least in our current dispensation, they will make you. If you can sit down and humbly ask these questions, make sure you answer yes or no appropriately to be guided by these 20 questions. There is nothing I have said tonight that was premeditated. When I got down from the car, I didn't have any idea what I was coming to say here. I don't have notes. I decided to teach what I'm teaching now when we went on break. I didn't come here with notes. Everything I said has been inspired by the Holy Spirit whose voice I hear with clarity. And I'll go back as I end to tell you the ministry is your mercy. The ministry is your mercy. If you play with the ministry, you are playing with your defenses. Be careful. You don't do anything that makes you... Be careful you don't profane the ministry. Because like Esau, you will go for it with tears. And there will be Hebrews say, and there was not found any place for repentance. That is, when he changed his mind, it was lit. That's the that's the modern English. When he changed his mind, it was late. When God puts the ministry into your hands, he has honored you. Don't destroy it. From today, it will suit you to believe that this is the first time you are hearing about ministry and you are starting ministry in your branch. When you enter your church on Sunday, don't enter with the audacity of a pastor who has pastored that church for four years, six months, two years. Believe that this is the first time you are entering that church. And with these 20 questions behind you, I prophesy that you will find a place among great men in the ministry. Father, help us. 
Father, have mercy on us. Father, strengthen us. Father, save us. We are drowning. Our ministries are slipping away. Please have mercy on us. Begin to pray for yourself. Just keep praying for one minute. Just talk to God about the many things you have heard. How to lift yourself to another level. Rebaka Santiri, Rebande, Rebaka Tashendere, Rebasa Katiriande, Rebendere, Kiribaka So, Rabanda Katendere, Rebayande, Rebaka Sandada Kitayande, 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 Sheribaka Sandada Rabunduru, Kiribaka Tendere, Ebayanda, Rabo, Rabo, Rabo Katendere, Rebayande, Rebendere, Rebaka Tayanda, Sheribanda Raku. Rabaka Tidiande, Rebe, Rebayanda, Rabayanda, 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 Rebaka Sandada Kiriande, Kiribaka Tayanda, Rabo, Rabarande, Rebereanda, Rebereanda, Rabandada, Viriande. Tonight is a turning point in your life. Just talk to God right now and establish that new lifestyle, the new power of asking questions. The new ability to change your mind. Establish it right now in your heart, in your life. Asanda, Rebende, Kiriande, Rabondo, Rebanda Katayande, Rebande, Shiribaka Toyodo, Rebanda Kiribaka Tayande. Rebanda, Rabande, Rebaka Sada, Rebatiriande, Rabondo, Father, thank you for such a presence, a time in your presence. Thank you for such an occasion that you speak to us directly, clearly. Thank you for drawing us by the hearts to a place where you can draw us aside and speak to us and show us our true state. The coldness, the tiredness, the dryness that plagues Many of us. So thank you, Lord, that tonight also showing us a way out.
Lord, I pray for a conviction that will be long-lasting and established in our hearts. I pray for a deep, deep, deep stirring and shaking of many hearts from slumber and from sleep. I pray for, Lord, an awakening from sleep. Those who have just stayed dormant and just become slothful in their position. Strike our hearts, O God, tonight. Pierce through the numbness. Pinch us awake, O God. We curse every neuropathy. We curse every dying of nerves and feelings and sensations that go out of us and leave us dry, leave us existing on past memories. Pray, Lord, that tonight you remove the wax that covers hearts. Remove the fat that makes the skin unfeeling. Remove the dead skin that is all over our feet and hands and fingers that make them unable to feel any longer. Pray, Lord, that tonight you sharpen our senses. Sharpen our noses, our sense of taste and smell. That we can quickly detect every change in the atmosphere around us. Pray, Lord, that tonight you cause us to be pricked in their hearts. Let somebody see his backsliding. Let somebody see his dying on the verge of death. Let somebody see his ministry is about to be ended tonight. But a great salvation has come. I pray, Lord, for the wisdom to ask questions. I pray, Lord, that we will know what question to ask and to seek answers. I pray for a burning vision inside us to drive us until we find the answers that will cause change in our lives. And Father, let change come. We cannot remain like this. We cannot continue like this. We cannot live our lives past this of 15, 20 like this. We cannot go around and carry the name Lighthouse and present these results. We cannot go any longer like this. Father, I pray tonight, let this evening bring about a change in our hearts. Let somebody be driven to change. Let somebody himself cry for change. Let somebody be so angry and unhappy with his state that there will be a change of mind. Thank you for these words. Life-giving words. Refreshing words that have come to us. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who has organized and sent these words into our hearts. I pray, Lord, that we shall not be the same again. We shall not be the same again. We shall not be the same again. Let tonight mark somebody's new ministry. Let tonight mark somebody's new life. Let somebody's new anointing, the oily nature, 
begins to manifest itself in our lives. And Lord, thank you that a great grace has found us. Mercy has been shown us. And we have been allowed to serve the master in the vineyard. Let tomorrow be a brand new day. Let tomorrow be the beginning of a closer walk with you. And let tomorrow be the time when we begin to serve as true sons of our father, our prophet. Cause our ministries to grow. Cause our lives to be exciting. Help us to become good pastors. Good ministers. Men who don't go by qualifications, but go by conviction. Thank you so very much, Lord, for this special time here in your presence. Take us safely home tonight. Keep us from every wickedness in this land. Protect us, guide us, guard us. And Lord, bless us too. We thank you so very much for Bishop Edwin Ogo. Thank you so very much for every ability, every knowledge, every experience of His that you have used to bless us tonight. Lord, refresh Him. Lord, restore Him. Lord, strengthen Him for even greater labors in the future. And thank you. Thank you so very much for this evening. Bless and keep us all. In Jesus' name. Amen. I don't know whether you are clapping or you are not clapping. I'm not, I don't know if you are. Bishop Edwin, um, like you said earlier, some words have lost their meaning. So when we say thank you, it's too little. But you have really um, spoken to us with an intensity, with a a passion, with a a, a deep desire to see us do well. And um, at times we have felt ashamed at your passion and our passionlessness. We have felt embarrassed that you have come to walk up and down with energy. And we are sitting down, uh, maybe somebody even waiting to close and go home. But there are some of us who are here tonight, maybe seven, maybe ten, maybe twenty, maybe most of us, who are so glad you came. There are, there are some of us There there are some of us who didn't know what we were doing and didn't know that we were grinding to a halt and didn't see the ministry drying up slowly because everybody else is dry. We think that's normal because we are all in a a dry field and everybody's producing one or two little cups of corn. So it's like it's normal. I'm just among my contemporaries. But thank you for shedding light 
and bring in a great salvation into this house. Um, we, are, we, are, we are glad you came. We are glad you came. I, I want to also thank you for having Kumasi on your hearts. I, I know you have a big heart, but you have a big area as Lighthouse Chairman to cover. And I'm um, so happy that you passed through this, this. It's been a long journey since yesterday, but this coming, uh, like you said, we cannot swear, but we can promise you that it will not be in vain. And um, when, you, when we have our camp at our new cathedral, at the OEB, our headquarters, when the Ashanti people arrive, please ask us the questions. We shall have answers. Because we have, you know, it, it's not a joke. Because if you leave here without looking for the answers to the questions he has given us, you're a fool. They've given you the exam questions. And the exam is coming. It starts tomorrow. It's a a life exam we live. If you have the questions and you don't bother to solve them before the next Sunday or the next Monday or Wednesday, you don't deserve to be a a pastor. You you shouldn't be. You shouldn't stand here and and appear again at a gathering of pastors and join our numbers. So maybe. Some of us, we will go and look at the questions. And some of us, we will try very hard to change our minds. And um, you will see a change in Kumasi. Bishop Edwin, thank you very, very much. And um, thank you also for coming, those who came from near, those who came from far, missionaries, pastors, mission uh, ministry shepherds, all all categories, full time, everybody who is here. It's um, it's good you came. These words, if they are told you, it will not carry the same message. They will say, ask questions. That's all. They will say, change your mind. They will say, uh, get a conviction. But I mean, the way they will say it, you will not change your mind. You will continue in a dry state. So it's very good you came this evening for this one-day retreat. And um, I believe that as we are leaving here, we are, I am determined. I am determined that a little one will become a thousand. And a, and a, and a, and a small one will become a, a nation. I'm determined that as we are going from here, I'm going to uh, uh, see and ask and find that good road. Walk on that good road and then find rest for my soul. Bishop, thank you very, very much. I think, I think it's very appropriate that we must water the seed with an offering. I think that what we have heard, it is not, I mean, some of us are in a hurry to go home. No, no, sometimes an offering will water a certain seed into your heart and then 
And you see, already your, your face has changed. You, you should water the seed. Yes, take out a very good offering. I hope there's an offering basket here. Take out a very good offering. You may be seated. Take out a very good offering tonight. I just feel that you need, we need to water the seed. And don't give, you know, five cities is like one teaspoon of 